So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. This is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Vitali, and I'm talking all things plant on the Hysterical Women podcast. Um, do you have another plant that you would like to introduce us to? Sure. I'll do the lemon. Okay. So I, can you see me? I can. Okay, I can't see you still. So this is not a fancy lemon. I think it's like not even an organic lemon. I just got regular lemons from the store and I was like to squeeze for something in the kitchen. And I think I was like, oh, wow, these seeds are really big. Why don't I just something about the seeds? They looked very, you know, robust and they weren't like you know, shriveled and weird. So I was like, oh, why don't I keep these and try to sprout them? And I did it, I think like three years ago. And again, the the one plant that I did not grow from seed in my kitchen over there is uh, the Meyer lemon tree, which I got from Florida. I wanted Meyer lemons in particular. But that one... I can't show for scale, but I had some idea. It was like four years old, I think, when I when I ordered it. You know, they get to be, you can order them at different sizes. And so I knew kind of like the rate of growth for the, for the Meyer lemon. So this one, um, it's basically like, I think I sprouted them in the same way. I think I actually did it in paper towels when I still had paper towels you know, dampening, squeezing out the excess water, putting the seeds in the paper towel all around, putting them in a container with the lid slightly off, and then in the sun. And then, you know, within two weeks, they sprouted, and then I put it in soil, basically the same as the Spanish limes. This one, you know, it started getting, like, trunk texture. It's not, like, young sprout texture, you know? Yeah. So it's actually like turning into a little tree. It's uh, an adolescent. I can't it's plant it outside. Up. So like, I don't, I don't want it to get too big. I want it to be kind of like a dwarf, you know? Yeah. Like dwarf lemon. But the fungus gnats were bothering bees. That was mm. one of the reasons why I ditched the other plants. And basically, whenever they're growing up, like I start... With for the for the mango also I this is just from me personal method not reading any gardening books or anything I take off the lower leaves when they're like bigger ones growing on top so that it like encourages it to grow more on the top and it needs to like get more leaf surface area than what it has down below so and you know if it starts sprouting out this one I had to cut off the top of it and then it grew you can't really tell it grew yeah, I can see. A, a trunk here and it has another one growing here so this has like two main parts growing up which was not intentional but it's just kind of the way it ended up 
if any like little sprouts come out on the bottom same with the jackfruits that I have in the hallway if any branches start growing off lower like I've already decided the shape of the tree I don't want the plant to spend energy growing branches where I don't want branches so I just take take those off the lemon one lemon branches are very delicious they're not tough they're like very green and springy lemon tastes really good yeah nice so that actually Uh, that brings up a really good point which is um trimming and pruning and thinking about the shape and also how much space you have so for this lemon yeah i should probably take this one off um yeah, but it looks it looks so nice. It looks really nice and really. I know full. it looks really nice, right? It really does. It's uh, I know, and it's like I don't want to call it a teenager, but like it's in elementary school. You know, it's not like a little baby anymore. It's gonna start giving you fruit like soon uh, next year. <laughs> I don't know about fruit, but maybe flowers. Maybe yeah. flowers first. Yeah, I'm excited for for the citrus that I grew from seed to flower. Absolutely. Yeah. So. just want to circle back on this because I think it's important. So when you see your plants start to grow, the first leaves are always going to look different. And I'm trying to remember what the baby leaves, they have this particular botanical name, but the baby leaves always look different and they're usually like rounder and more sturdy because they have to protect the original leaves. And that's when the plant is really at risk. If anything goes wrong, it could get injured. But once it starts to grow a little bit more. Generally speaking, when you start to have like a rosette of leaves, that's a good time to trim the top so that it doesn't get taller than you have room for in your space. Um, this is that, that mango. That look mango. At your mango. I don't know why it's so. Remember, you said that mangoes like the leaves to be moist. Mm-hmm. So this one, actually, I transplanted it. I tried to, I just like. Again, I don't like buying plant pots. I live in Brooklyn and like people put a lot of stuff out on their stoops and stuff. So, you know, if people put out like ceramic pots or whatever, I just pick them up. So someone put that, this had an Ikea sticker on it to start. So I picked up this ceramic uh, Ikea pot, but it doesn't have holes in the bottom. Note, (laughs) note, uh, you need drainage. You need holes in the bottom. So I'm trying to like water this carefully and not drown it while I'm waiting to transplant it to another one. I think it needs another, a bigger one. Um, But it had those, uh, it had those leaves that like dried out for some mysterious reason. And I took them off and just showing that the leaves grow symmetrically. Yeah, so this is just kind of like the learning process. And I don't actually want to spend a lot of time like studying literature and stuff. That's what I kind of like about this is the like intuitive figuring out process and not doing things by the book because, you know, like there's certain sun that comes in my window and there's a certain temperature in my kitchen and there's certain fruits that I find at the grocery store and like, I can't just go read about everything. You know, I don't want to know everything. I want to know like what I need to know and then have it be kind of like a fun trial and error learning project. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the lemon for a second. So in terms of trimming, and this is a really good point too about you were saying about diverting the plants, energy back into itself and not onto I think they call them like suckers 
So like when to trim off extra stuff, if you're like either, you know, it's getting too tall or you want to shape the tree in a particular way. Um, But once it gets a certain height, side growth can be detrimental. If it's like little baby things, um, they'll generally recommend that you rip those off, but also then trimming the plant on the sides. Another thing that's pretty important is that when the plant grows, so you waited till it had like the first crown of leaves on the lemon before you trimmed on the top? Yeah, you want to wait till it's like not in its like initial growth stage. You want to wait till it's like thriving and doing well and starting to like grow extra stuff. Yeah. And that's another reason why I would say, like, in addition to enjoying the process of learning it yourself, this is another reason why I found a lot of not particularly good advice online. Because if you go online, they'll have like a wiki how, like five steps for growing your lime tree at home. And sometimes the advice is actually like, it's not that great. Like they'll tell you something like when it gets to be about six to eight inches high, you like lop off the top. And that's not always true. Because you need it to have the leaves there before you can lop it off. You can't just like give it a, a total trim after. Yeah, you can't just inches. take people's instructions blind. It has to exactly. be like a symbiotic. Like you're understanding the living, the living thing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And sure. wait, also I want to say in terms of like training it, you know, like you can see this. Yeah, this is some knitting needle that someone left on their stoop. Uh, <laughs> I took a tie from like bread or something and plants obviously will grow towards the sun and when they're little it's easier for them to grow at an angle so all of my plant you know the plants will all lean towards the window so to make them grow straight I uh I train them on sticks and I just do you want to talk about your you showed uh the mango do you want to talk about that one a little bit the mango? Yeah. Because this one, you, the method for growing this one is different. No, honestly, Otessa, you've surpassed me on, on mangoes in particular. Well, you I also about, had a bunch. You talk about mangoes. Okay, okay. So I Hi. learned about growing mangoes from Rebecca. When I was in quarantine, I was eating a lot of avocados that actually, that I'm still eating a lot of avocados. I don't know why I'm talking about any of this as though it's the past tense. But something that I started doing was every time that I would eat an avocado, I would save the seed. And the impetus for this, well, Rebecca has really nice avocado trees and plants, but also my sister, when she was little, I think around like nine or 10, she started growing an avocado tree that she still has at my parents. Really? Yeah. And it is taller than, it is a full blown tree. It is magnificent. Um, And I was like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to be in this pandemic for a while. Let me start growing avocados. And then I have uh, probably about 20 avocado trees now that are, (laughs) that are like trees. And then another like eight that are currently propagating at like smaller levels. And so then I was like, "Hmm, well, that was cool. Let me see what else I can do. This is really fun. And Rebecca has like beautiful mango trees. So I was like, okay, let me do this now. Oh, Tessa, just to clarify, (laughs) you're being very generous. Right now at this very moment, I have one avocado and one mango. Well, anyways, but no, you were, you were like, cause I was talking to you about this. You were the impetus behind this yes, and yes, yes. you were like, yeah, you can grow them. And I was like, okay, cool. But mangoes are, I'm accentuating things. your, your, oh. your mask 
history. Oh, thank you, friend. <laughs> um, no, but Nangos are, are interesting little devils. So, A, getting the fruit out. I mean, the fruit, you, you take the fruit off. And then there's this hairy husk in the center. That's fibrous, I suppose. But it's like, it looks like hairy. And inside of that is the seed. Getting the seed out of the fibrous husk without damaging the seed is one of the hardest parts. Yeah, like, do not cut your finger off. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Yes. Because it will fight back. Um, And also, if you cut into the husk, too much and you accidentally damage the seed that is one of the ways that i found that i'll have a mango seed that is a failure to thrive situation is if i damage the seed while trying to get it out of the husk that's what happens uh far more often than not to me yeah and like understandably because these husks are they're really difficult to get into yeah i try to hold them at an angle i was trying to remember they have a certain sort of like kidney bean shape and i try to remember which at which point around the shape it starts shooting the root and the stalk they kind of come out of the same spot in different directions which is confusing but also fascinating and cool but i always end up slicing the you know the big chef's knife I slice open sort of at an angle holding one end of it and then I I always I always cut into the seed be careful it's okay if you fail and just eat more mangoes and try again yeah try again eat more mangoes try again definitely because mangoes are a little bit more finicky I just got really lucky the first time um since I've been like on my mango kick I gotta say that yeah they don't the success rate is not as high as it is with an avocado in my, in my experience. Uh, avocado but... has nothing to take off. <laughs> <laughs> avocado, that shell, like the very thin, like paper, like the, sh- it's not tough. That skin, the dark skin comes yeah. off seeds. Yeah, but... you can literally peel it. But you don't have to cut it off, yeah. Um, but, so another thing about mangoes is instead of putting them straight into, oh yeah, so first, like, It's difficult to get them out of the husk. Be careful not to damage yourself or the mango. Um, Another, oh, something that I've learned by trial and error that is actually pretty helpful is I now let the husk sit out for like overnight so it dries out. When it dries out, then the husk is more brittle. What I used to do is I would finish the mango and I'd be so stoked. I'd be like, yes, I have a new potential mango tree, like ready to go. And I would immediately start like, hacking into the husk to get the seed out before I'd even eaten the fruit that was like in a bowl next to me because I was just so pumped about it all. (laughs) Um, But I found that actually letting the husk sit out and dry out makes it more brittle so that if I'm, if I leave it out, let's say I have like mango for dessert or like for lunch or whatever, leave it out overnight in like a soap tray, come back to it the next day. Um, it's brittle enough that it's a lot easier to get into. Sometimes I can literally just kind of crack them open in my hands. Yeah, sometimes they, I love it when they split on the seam. Yeah. Kind of squeeze open at one end where there's an opening and like put your finger in and pry it open. Yeah, that's definitely the best way. The the other, it's hard to control that opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) It's also really weird too, because sometimes like the husk inside of the mango related to what the seed looks like is so random sometimes. Sometimes you'll have this big ass husk 
And you're like, oh, this is going to be a big seed. Like, this baby's going to be huge. And then you open it, and it's like the tiniest little seed with the largest husk. And then sometimes you'll have, like, a really small husk, and then you open it up, and it was like this seed was crammed inside of this husk, and it already has a rootling come out of it. So it doesn't seem to relate as far as I can tell. Like, I can't really tell the difference between what the husk looks like. It doesn't really tell you anything about what the seed is going to look like. Hi, my name is Rebecca Vitali. It's been great talking all things plants with you on the Hysterical Women podcast. You can reach me at Rebecca at fallsweep.com. That's V as in Victor, O-L-S-W-E-E-P.com. And uh, I do data work and voter targeting for uh, progressive candidates and campaigns. Um, Please let me know if there's anybody that I can help and have fun growing all of your plants.